Welcome to Botter's News Podcast. This podcast is all about staying ahead of the curve through the implementation of personalized one-on-one conversations with your audience. We focus on designing personas, the conversations they are having, and the technology that is enabling the dialogue. Here are your hosts, Hans and Jerome. Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to the Botter's News Podcast. My name is Hans Vandenberg. And my name is John Gundlin. Great. You're tuning in a little bit uh, uh, later than expected due to projects, uh, vacations and stuff. But uh, great. We're back together again. This week is is all about post-sales conversations. Uh, of course, uh, we talk a lot for the people that are not aware within the bot implementation formula. We explained it as well in the podcast, but uh, we have, of course, the formula. We start with the discovery and with projects that we have done. We also looked thoroughly at e-commerce uh, and con- the consumer journey during e-commerce. And uh, we identified the great opportunity for conversations uh, post-sales, as there is not a lot of uh, uh, conversation, but there are only a little bit of communication in post-sales. So uh, this week, we're going to share mainly Jerome is, is more in detail about post-sales starting, post-sales conversations. So moving from communication to conversations. So uh, what have we got uh, with the consumer journey and e-commerce what have we got regarding post-sales? So if we talked about three items, right, Jerome? Three areas of post-sales engagement opportunities. Yeah, I think basically, I mean, what you have naturally is, is really the three key um, contact points in the journey uh, post-sales uh, that we're talking about, primarily and the direct after-sales so really asking the consumer about how was the experience, how did you actually perceive the experience of the purchase. And then naturally after um, they have the product for, let's say, one or two weeks already afterwards is really about understanding or getting a better understanding in terms of um, what was your experience with the product? Uh, how happy are you with the product? Uh, did it live up to your expectations, etc.? And then naturally, uh, which is uh, in a lot of cases happening with a simple MPS, uh, things such as uh, when when you are doing your service experience, uh, when you have a problem with either your product or with navigating on the website or anything like that, it's really about uh, how how was your feedback or how did you experience the the service or the contact center that that you were talking with and it's really about those three key moments where we're, where we're really seeing an opportunity here in order to really move from a conversation uh, com- uh, communication more or less to a conversation i think the key point here is really overall yes everybody I mean, anybody who's used an e-commerce site uh, recently knows at the some of the questions that you will get, which is very much one way, but never do you have an opportunity to really engage or really have that conversation with them. Yeah, and I think as, 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 of course, a lot, we work with CPG companies eh? and a lot of the CPG companies go uh, direct to consumer. Uh, meaning they sell their own products. 
I think, uh, especially in uh, the second uh, com- conversation opportunity uh, that you will have is asking them about providing feedback about the product and the usage of the product. I think that's really, really key, right? Um, I think indeed, when you look at currently, and I quickly want to want to recap and, and drill down a little deeper, indeed, directly after the sale, you often, well, often, sometimes you get a survey on, uh, and most of it is a survey on uh, uh, from zero to ten, or or how did you uh, have find the product, and 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 was it uh, shipped on time, and all that sort of stuff, right? But it's all surveys, and in market research terms, yeah, for the people that are not familiar, it's more quantitative. Yeah? It's not qualitative, open-ended stuff. Uh, it's really a a, a quantitative survey. Uh, the second one, I, I, I totally agree, is, is regarding the, 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 the product and the product usage. And that's, I think, a great opportunity as we also spoke to uh, a bike manufacturer that uh, had the manufacturers themselves and really go into direct-to-consumer D2C and selling the bikes themselves to then ask like, hey, is this, uh, is this working out for you? Do you really like it? Uh, and that, that is normally how uh, you often see that, that, that brands or web shops then do these five star reviews via these feedback platforms. Uh, uh, a short uh, a message with it. I even had listened to a podcast that uh, you have to look at these five-star reviews, ratings, and these feedback platforms also with the, some open-ended feedback, but that's just asking a one-liner. It's great or or that sort of stuff. And to look at that and then to see what you need to add to your product eh? or what your competitors have as products, which is a great insight in optimizing your product. But then I would guess like, hey, why are you not asking it yourself? And and about the service request, I had my own experience it arrived, it was broken again, I had to send it back and nobody really cared and asked me for any feedback how the service uh, was experienced. Mm-hmm. So I think, yeah, that uh, definitely the service wasn't good because it wasn't, it wasn't fixed uh, and I had to send it back. Although the process mm-hmm. of sending it back and the tracking on where it was and what, when it was arrived and when it was sent back, I think that communication was great. But I definitely wanted to give feedback after the service request, which nobody asked. So, yeah, we, we, we dug a little bit deeper in post-sales conversations. A lot of stuff is happening, as they call in commerce, conversational AI, huh? conversational commerce in the areas of uh, uh, during the search, during the sale, uh, with the, with the, in, in the shopping cart and, and, and communication afterwards. But it's a lot of communication and um, basically running away after the sale where clearly uh, uh, getting a new customer on board, which triggered me a lot when we looked at the research, uh, when you would have to get a new customer in, it's a lot of effort uh, compared to having an existing customer and selling more to the existing customer. And uh, we even found some research, uh, uh, Jerome, we talked about that as well, is, is that when you have an existing customer with a bad shopping experience or even perhaps a less satisfied product, when you engage with them and have a conversation with them, uh, they will more stick around, right? They, they, they will stick around and it's still less effort than uh, getting a new customer in. So that's why we honestly believe that uh, getting uh, uh, conversations and engaging with your consumers, especially in a in a D two C 
environment as a manufacturer selling directly engage with your audience and with your consumer about the experience about the experience when they use the product to optimize your product to adjust your product to feed that in your product development uh, cycle uh, in order for them to really make them happy and uh, and yeah stick with them so that they continue to buy from you right that's the business benefit i would think But I think what is key as well is if you look at the five-star review nowadays, the five-star review is no longer about really understanding what the customer experience is. Right. The five-star review has become a sales tool effectively. And the more, and uh, this is the reason why you can purchase them as well cheaply from any provider and so on, who will write you 10,000 of the the five-star reviews and all of a sudden your website is top. The only problem is, like you said already, it's a one-time, one-off deal, and after that, basically, it all falls together. And I think if you're really serious about doing long-term business and looking for sustainable long-term return of consumers, the only way is really to have a clear understanding in terms of what do your consumers really perceive of the experience that they're having on your website, from your products, etc. And I think the only way to do that is ask them. Yeah, the, the the downside, of course, on that is with the with uh, up to now. Let's put it that way, uh, as we're talking, of course, about conversational AI and chatbots. Up to now, it was very painful if you would uh, ask open-ended questions. Uh, that's one thing to analyze them. So, of course, we spoke already to to e-commerce folks, uh, Jerome, and they're a little bit afraid of uh, what uh, what comes at them uh, with all the answers. Uh, and and the second step is, of course, uh, they 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 think they have to react to all of them, uh, which which I don't honestly believe, huh? because the feedback that they give in a five star review with one line, they they often don't respond. But nevertheless, I think it's better to to ask them than uh, uh, for people to leave a Twitter. Uh, a, a tweet or an Instagram DM or a chat about a bad experience, you better engage with them directly rather than uh, leave it open to uh, to the social media. And and what we also, of course, found out is that there are a lot of social media analytics and uh, and people that 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 look at the social media on what is said about the product. But then I think uh, at least that uh, we believe why not engage with them directly, then leave it open to uh, the wider audience uh, and, and do that. So that's why uh, also this episode to uh, to dig a little bit deeper on post-sales conversations on these three areas to uh, to at least not leave uh, the consumer uh, uh, hanging after the sale, uh, engage with them with conversations and uh, and don't leave it up to uh, to social media to to and social media monitoring, which are great tools, uh, to then uh, respond back. So you prepared some stuff on uh, on how you could start conversations with a bot in these three areas, Jerome. I'm curious on uh, yeah, how you look at that. I think it's it's coming back to the point that you mentioned already as well. Is so far it's mainly done through a survey type of approach, and a survey type of approach, the main downside on that one is effectively you pitch a question and you expect a response and it's very difficult to play into the level of engagement that your consumer is giving if i take an example for instance for myself as well is the amount of uh, post sales surveys that i'm getting are huge and at some point 
in all honesty, if you just wanted to make it go away, the, the quickest thing to do is, yeah, it was okay. Right? That, that's your standard response. Is, that's your standard fallback is, yeah, it was okay. Or, no, it was not good. But really coming to the crux of the matter and really understanding or uh, understanding then what they appreciated about your website, what they appreciated about the experience or the product is something which is very difficult to do. And let's face it, it's difficult to do in market research as well because that is why in a lot of cases already in market research, they're still the focus is still very much on the face-to-face dynamic because that dynamic allows you to engage with the consumer and really start the probing. Right. With conversational AI, you have that opportunity to effectively move one step further and leave the, the one question, open question from the survey behind and really go towards a stage whereby when you get a feedback and when you get a response of the consumer say, yeah, it was okay, you can really get to the heart of the matter by simply asking and then as a follow-up is what was really standing out for you that made you enjoy this? Or can you elaborate or can you more tell me more what you did enjoy? Ultimately, if a consumer doesn't want to respond, naturally you will never have a, a, a response coming out of it. But what you'll see is by asking these kind of questions as a follow-up on the initial very short feedback that a lot of consumers are giving, you're going to get much more richer data and much more richer information that ultimately serves your end goal, which is really about understanding the belief of the consumer in your experience and really understanding what that appeal is about the experience that you're offering or the lack of appeal that your experience is offering because ultimately that is your goal it's to make the experience to a certain level to the next level so that the consumer really says when they leave is wow this is amazing an mps will not be able to do that because an mps will just give you an overall ranking but will never give you really the detail with which your teams can work with and which your teams can ultimately bring to the table and say this is really what we need to fix or what we need to address in order to make the, the experience even better. And now, that's even really with, a, with a four and a half star review, there might be items that, you, uh, that they want to be adjusted or want to be changed within the product or the experience, right? Exactly. So, and, and that's what you're exactly missing. Now, up to now, of course, and I agree with you up to now, that was the easiest one because you could easily see, hey, this is the feedback and use in, 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 in sales. Uh, of course, with uh, with conversational AI, I totally agree with you that you can dig deeper uh, also from a positive or negative thing. Hey, you explained that also a little bit previous on, on, on qualitative interviews, which we're, of course, not talking about, is that you can also add that a, that a conversational AI platform or a bot can can also ask questions when it's more negative or more positive because you, the bot will understand what is being said. Like, like when they would say, I would hate this product, then yeah, you can at least respond like, hey, sorry uh, that you don't like it. Uh, are there any items that you like? And could you elaborate a little bit on this? Uh, that's, that's another exactly. scenario which I really like uh, uh, besides the triggering that, it's, that, that the feedback is minimal. Uh, on the other end, which which I'm always very excited about, is of course the the AI that can be used to analyze uh, all the answers, right? Because uh-huh. one thing is that at scale you can interview and start conversations uh, with these consumers in these three different stages, 
yeah, in asking how they like the product or, or that's that's wrong, right? That's not qualitative, but <laughs> my bad. But how was your experience with the product then? Uh, mm-hmm. You shouldn't uh, do focus. So guys, uh, I'm not the expert here, but Jerome is as expert in asking these questions. I'm always more on the positive side and you should not lead anybody, as Jerome was always telling me. <laughs> but uh, but the thing is, the AI at the back end, of course, can extract. Eh? And and we, we talked about that already a little bit earlier eh? in other podcasts. Uh, and I will put them in the speaking notes, but you can extract the keywords, right? When you when they talk about the product, yeah, you can you can say, hey, uh, the the cover is not handy. Yeah? And when it's often happening that it's cover, 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 they're talking about the cover. <clears throat> that, oh, sorry, that would mean that you uh, that you basically need to have a look at the cover. So the AI can also help you when you sell a lot of products in analyzing the feedback, for example, about the product. Yeah, that's uh, that's not only about the keywords that they use or the words that they use, but also what we talked about previously about the sentiment of their feedback. Yeah, it might be positive, it might be negative, because people that we talk to say, hey, yeah, great, when we ask now open-ended questions and we start conversations and you can dig deeper, but how are we going to analyze all these answers? Uh, well, guess what? You can uh, do the sentiment, you can do the keyword extraction, the word extraction, and even better, there is even AI that extracts the emotion. Are they talking joyfully, uh, more hateful? Or uh, yeah, we also did a test on uh, on a... Um, which was really funny on Amazon reviews, not the five-star reviews, but at least the feedback and dumped it into emotion analysis, which, which I really liked a lot. And you could uh, immediately pick out the, the, the more the hateful comments and the joyful comments about the product, which, which is really cool, which is an automatic process with uh, analytics and the more AI analytics. And I think from an experience as well where we shouldn't underestimate, and, and you mentioned it already, the experience you had when you bought the product, when you had to go through a service experience and so on as well, is you have the feeling, and that's purely a feeling, you have the feeling that the company doesn't care. But ultimately, when you do have a bot starting to ask you and probing questions about what are the positive aspects, what are the negative aspects, and so on, that feeling does go away. For a very simple reason is you do have an, uh, uh, an impression that there is somebody at the other end. And ultimately, yes, people understand it's a bot, but still that something is being done with your opinion, with your view of certain matters. And, and that's the key importance of that. Not every element needs to be uh, addressed. And I think that's very much with the five-star review. And eh? take, take, for instance, when you do a hotel review or anything like that, you'll have the hotel management automatically jump onto it and say, yes, but our experience was this and this and this and this and this and this and this. But ultimately, with a product review, this is not really, or with a questing like this, this is not really necessary because already you're gathering all the data from the consumers and you're engaging effectively in a conversation with the consumer to really highlight what are the positive points and what are the negative points. Because ultimately, it is not about another experience for the outside world, but it's uh, about really uh, an experience that you need to have with... Um... <laughs> that's that's okay. We're having kids. <laughs> Don't worry about kids. That's right. <laughs> It's an experience that you need to have with uh, yourself because that's ultimately what it's about. It is your customer experience. It's not somebody 
uh, your review about another product for somebody else to enjoy. Yeah, it is about I, I, how you. I totally agree, but I think it's also a little bit. Uh, um, I think it's a little bit. I don't know the exact English word, but but keeping your um, uh, 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 head in the sand and saying. I'm not going to head in the sand. Like I, I, I'm not. I'm not going to ask because um, uh, I, I cannot analyze it. Okay, we got that one covered, right? Because it's automatic, huh? automatic analysis. Uh, second, uh, I'm not going to ask because I can't respond, um, and I think that's a, that's a little bit different. So, uh, from that perspective, I think moving uh, into this area. Yeah, moving into this area of of being able to start a conversation, yeah, the, the the downside is not anymore that you uh, that you that you cannot at scale do the interviews and that you uh, that you're not able yeah, that you have to analyze all the all the answers by hand. Uh, uh, that's one thing. Uh, on the other end, uh, I think also the um, the capabilities of following up. Is is not always necessary. That's also the follow up will uh, will mean uh, that uh, uh, you can also not ask. But I always say when it's a bad experience, it will end up in uh, social media anyway. Exactly. And how how are you going to elaborate on that? Uh, uh, you, you, then it's public, and then you need to respond because there are a lot of social media teams. And I believe really that when you start the conversations and do that with a bot, it definitely has a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, ways of doing it. The other thing that I read the other day is that now Instagram, yes, Instagram has uh, a way. So Facebook has a way to include a, a bot on your Instagram account to automatically respond, right? So how are you going to program the bot and how are you going to engage with your consumers. Yeah? So I hope that nobody's going to set up a bot on the Instagram account uh, as pretending that they're human, but I, I'm afraid that that's going to happen, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so I'm afraid that they will not do that uh, uh, because first it was always fictive people that were doing it and not the person themselves. Now everybody know that, that we have ghost writers and all that sort of stuff. But I hope that with the Instagram DMs, they will indicate that it's a bot. You can respond to them. So that's, I think, is great. Uh, the attention, I think, is critical. Hmm. And, uh, and that's what we also want to say uh, with, this, uh, with this episode. Have a look at these uh, uh, post-sales conversations because they're very critical. When you keep your consumers, especially when you're CPG and direct-to-consumer selling, you want to keep your consumers on board even after a bad experience because it will be less effort uh, to keep them on board that they continue buying than finding a new, uh, a new, uh, a new customer. Uh, uh, because some attention is already great because of many web shops, commerce stuff, that there is no attention at all. Exactly. Uh, yeah. And on top of that, I mean, let's face it, we are living in an environment of choice. The consumer has a choice in a multitude of things. Right. And unless you build an experience that they enjoy, you are going to lose that no matter what. And, 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 and the choice and the experience that they want to have, definitely when you engage with them, and we also communicate about that a lot, we honestly believe that's why we're in, the, in, in these bots and conversational AI, they want to have it personalized. 
Yeah, and you can do that with the bot. Definitely yeah, have a personalized conversation because you can respond to what they're saying. Some people don't believe also in market research. They want to really see it, but it's definitely a way of that you can engage with them based on what they answer. Second, they want to have it on their mobile. Uh, that's uh, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. And uh, if they have a bad experience and want to engage, hey, guess what? They want to do it at the time of their convenience, perhaps when the children are in bed at 11 o'clock and they think I want to give some feedback uh, yeah again they can put it on social media and you you can respond the next day with mm-hmm. the fake bot uh, and not during uh, business hours uh, right uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah think of the way of that you can start conversations and what wouldn't it be nice that you uh, that you basically start with post-sales conversations anything you would like to share more in these post-sales conversations uh, Jerome about this no, no, I mean, that's really it for me. I mean, it's, it's really about, I think that's the key message that we're trying to bring across is start a conversation, no matter what. I mean, it brings value. And you see it with, and especially now with COVID as well, after after the lockdown and so on, look at your own experience and how eager you are to actually have that engagement again with people out on the outside. And effectively, that's the same way you should see, look at it at this as well is people have the urge to engage um, with a, a community, with something else and so on as well. And, and, and conversational AI does give you that opportunity to do so. And in particular, as brands, if you don't utilize this to the max, I think it's a major, major error in the long run. Yeah, and, and on top, we also have seen that uh, from communication to conversation, when they now are filling out your surveys, and of course, not everybody does it who gets an invite, uh, I totally understand, but when you have a conversation, even to a bot, people are more familiar with it, and guess what, sometimes they're even more open, eh? there's a lot of research where they are more open and share more, now even on top, eh? what Jerome also was mentioning, if a bot can dig deeper and say, hey, could you please elaborate, could you tell a little bit more, why why don't you like it or why do you like it uh, then they will definitely get in play to share with you a lot of feedback the end goal for a cpg of course would be to uh, to uh, 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 in, uh, as you mentioned increase the experience uh, make the experience better of the products of, of of the sale of the buying of the service to uh, to really have uh, raving fans uh, and I think you can definitely do some automation, not everything, but you can do some automation here. So great. Um, if you would like to know more about post-sales conversations and your e-commerce, then let us know. We're now, uh, we can say, experienced in uh, in starting conversations in, in, in post-sales e-commerce. We're definitely interested in talking to uh, direct-to-consumer uh, e-commerce managers that uh, that would like to uh, get this going. It's very easy to get this started. So do uh, send us a message or uh, or go to botimplementation.com slash ask. Yeah, then you will get in a bot and leave a message and we will be in touch in 24 hours. Uh, second, if you really like the podcast, of course, hit the share button and share it with others. If you know any e-commerce managers or some people in e-com, then let us know. We, uh, as mentioned, we can set up this stuff and start conversations really quickly so that you don't lose any uh, any consumers. Leave us a review on botimplementation.com slash review. So uh, thanks so much, Jerome. Thanks for the insights. Really, uh, really Thank great, you, I think. Hopefully uh, you all guys like it. And uh, we talk next time. Uh, Have a good vacation, everybody, because it's, of course, vacation time. And uh, stay safe. Thanks a lot. Cheers. Bye-bye.